The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Happy Monday and welcome to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. Today is Monday, August 21st, 2023, Monday of the 20th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Monday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the rosary. And today is the memorial of Pope St. Pius X. He was born in 1835, the second of 10 children in a poor Italian family. Joseph Sarto became Pius X at the age of 68. He was one of the 20th century's greatest popes. One of his first papal acts was to end the supposed right of governments to interfere by veto in papal elections. He denounced the ill treatment of indigenous peoples on the plantations of Peru. He sent a relief commission to Messina after an earthquake and sheltered refugees at his own expense. On the 11th anniversary of his election as Pope, Europe was plunged into World War I. Pius had foreseen it. This is the last affliction the Lord will visit on me. I would gladly give my life to save my poor children from this ghastly scourge. He died a few weeks after the war began and was canonized in 1954. Pius X is perhaps best remembered for his encouragement of the frequent reception of Holy Communion, especially by children. He died in 1914. St. Pius X pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Lord Jesus, I unite myself to your perpetual, unceasing, universal sacrifice. I offer myself to you every day of my life and every moment of every day according to your most holy and adorable will. Since you have been the victim of my salvation, I wish to be the victim of your love. Accept my desire, take my offering, and graciously hear my prayer. Let me live for love of you. Let me die for love of you. Let my last heartbeat be an act of perfect love. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying that the recent World Youth Day in Lisbon will help young people to live and witness the gospel in their own lives. 10 Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with refined reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Well, Lord Jesus, I always find it easier, let's say, to pray whenever I've got some inspiration or someone, let's say, especially that can kind of guide me a little bit. And today, Jesus, you have given us a wonderful saint, Pope St. Pius X. I might be thinking, okay, this Pope, what has he got for me? You know, he's a Pope, Italian Pope. He, he died in 1914 you know, maybe a little bit remote from my life. But this is the wonderful thing with the saints, Jesus, is that you raise up men and women in their own particular time. And they respond to the graces and they respond to the moment that in which they live. 
And then we have to see, well, what about me? What about my moment? What about the time in which I'm living? And Jesus, with all of the saints when, that we celebrate, it's also an invitation for each one of us to say, well, am I going to be a saint? And, you know, could I live the kind of life that these saints live? Obviously different, different contexts, different times. But will I respond to the graces that you're going to give to me in this moment? And when I think of Pope Pius X, there's a few things instantly jump to mind. In fact, he was kind of a tremendous guardian of the Catholic faith. Also, the kind of the simplicity of his, of his life, despite the fact that he was Pope, that he was sovereign of the Holy See. He didn't, in, that, in a sense, let that sink into his soul. He was a priest. He was a Christian. But he wasn't one that lorded it over others. Whenever he died and when he was buried in the tomb, and buried underneath the Basilica of St. Peter's at that time, it was written on his, on his tombstone, Pope Pius X, poor yet rich, gentle and humble of heart, unconquerable champion of the Catholic faith, whose constant endeavour it was to renew all things in Christ. Now, Jesus, if somebody could say that about me after I died, well, I would be pretty happy. Um, and sometimes maybe that's a good little exercise for us to think, well, you know, how would somebody sum up my life if I was to go to my eternal rest now in this moment and they had to kind of put a couple of words on my tombstone that would sum up my, my entire life, my entire existence? What would they put? Poor yet rich. Wonderful. This, this Pope was born in very kind of very humble circumstances. And so he was truly poor. He didn't come from a lot of money and he always remained as a kind of a, a poor man, um, a man of kind of humble peasant stock who became rich, not because he had possession of great wealth or, or material resources, but he was rich in the truest sense of what it, it means to be a Christian, that he, he became an inheritor of the, the kingdom of God, that he could say, God is my father, that I am the son of a king. One of, this is a kind of the, the true level of, of riches that we are aspiring to. We think so much of our desires or so much of our kind of plans often can be about trying to achieve material aims. And yet here was a man who made it his business to build up treasure in heaven. And Pius X was extremely rich in that regard, because from the moment of his going to school, working extremely hard to try and pass his exams, to get a scholarship, to have opportunities that weren't going to be afforded to him because he was from a poor background. But he achieved what he needed in order to, to fulfill this vocation, ultimately to become a priest. And he is one who kind of shows us the example of, well, if God has given me a plan for my life, what effort am I going to put in in order to, to, to realize that? And, and he became a priest through hard work and determination, not just responding to the graces that God was giving spiritually, but also practically the things that he had to, to put in order in order to be of, of service. He was gentle and humble of heart. Well, he was also a very ardent defender of the faith. And you don't get to be Pope, essentially, or Cardinal Archbishop of, of Venice without having some backbone. And he was gentle in, in, in the sense that his heart was softened before the tabernacle, that whenever he had to make tough decisions, it, it wasn't because of bullying or it wasn't because he was just tr simply trying to force his own will, but because his heart was softened by grace. And would not be a wonderful thing for us to say, too, that our hearts are softened by grace? You know, sometimes we, 
we can be a bit ratty or we can be a bit bad tempered. But ultimately, whenever God is the one that's in the driving seat in our life and our personality can even become molded by grace, then we can achieve wonderful things through God who is working in us. Unconquerable champion of the Catholic faith. Someone who's whose compromise just was not in his vocabulary, not in a kind of in a, in a harsh way that was sort of unyielding, but he understood the truth of the Catholic faith, which is what you have revealed to us, Lord Jesus, and that what the church has taught in a kind of in a perennial, unbroken way since you taught your disciples and was faithful to that. Now, this wonderful kind of epitaph which sits on his tombstone, you, you won't be able to see that today because Whenever he was canonized in 1954, his mortal remains were moved upstairs into the basilica where he is reposes beneath an altar. And so this is the ultimate kind of desire or this is the ultimate goal of all Christians is to be a canonizable saint. And so the, the kind of the ultimate epitaph for him is, is not these words that are that are kind of once chiseled upon his tomb, but the fact that, that he was raised to the altars of, of the basilica, raised to the altars of heaven as well. And some things which were exceptionally important to him in, in his priorities in life really shone through. He was a man who, I say, would passionately love you, Jesus, and, and, and understood what was important as a result of that, to order all things according to this love that he had for you, Jesus, and for your church. And so he was very concerned, for example, with the liturgy, that the liturgy would be beautiful, that whenever priests would celebrate Mass, that they would do so with reverence and devotion and they would understand what they were doing. So he was very intent upon seminary formation being up to scratch, that the laws of the church or the laws of the, of the liturgy would respect in regard that the, the beauty and the, the mystery of Christ has to really shine through. And so that whenever we go to Mass, whenever we prepare ourselves in order to receive you, Jesus, that, that this is something that we, we value as being important. It's not something we do casually. So, yeah, I would say Pope Pius X had a huge impact on, on priests and how priests celebrate the Mass, but not just on that, but on everybody approaching the mystery and, and, and opening our hearts to what you want to give to us. And the fact that most of us probably made our first Holy Communion when we were quite young, or the fact that many people can go to Holy Communion on a daily basis now with, with regularity, is essentially down to, to, to Pope Pius X and his, his understanding of how we need you, Jesus, in the Eucharist. That before then, it wasn't really that customary for people to, to receive Holy Communion at Mass. Many people would go to Mass even on a daily basis, but wouldn't go to Holy Communion. And so for a variety of reasons, either because they didn't feel that they were worthy or because they weren't regularly going to confession, whatever it was. But he's a, a, a Pope who taught as a priest that we need the Eucharist. We need you, Jesus, in order to, to, to live. It's quite as simple as that. It's, we, we just need you, Jesus, in the Eucharist. And that means that we had to really prepare ourselves to, re to receive you, Jesus, in Holy Communion. It's not in any regard um, casual that we just kind of approach the altar without kind of giving a second thought or that we don't go to confession, more importantly, to, to prepare to receive you by, by asking you to forgive our sins, so that then whenever we receive you in Holy Communion, we receive that medicine of life that, that, that we truly need, our life's blood, our daily bread. And, and he understood that, that that would be necessary for the church. Now, okay, at times maybe we might think that we've, we approach the altar 
to receive Holy Communion, not with the same intention or the desire that, that Lord, that you really want for us, so that you want for your church, but that comes down to a little bit of reformation on our part, that we have to really prepare ourselves to receive you with, with sincerity, with love, with devotion, and, and with purity insofar as we can. And then we leave the rest to you, that we go to confession and, and that we prepare ourselves to receive you in, in, by asking your mercy first and foremost. He said, Holy Communion is the shortest and safest way to heaven. There are others, innocence, but that is for little children. Penance, but we are afraid of it. Generous endurance of the trials of life, but when they come, we weep. The surest, easiest, shortest way is the Eucharist. God, you raised up this priest who became Pope, who understood the importance and the dignity of what you give to us in Holy Communion. Help us on this feast day of, of Pius X, especially to renew all the things of our life for you, to put you at the very center of our life and to prepare to receive you, Lord, with all our heart. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations that you have communicated to me during this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My mother immaculate, St. Joseph, my father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. You'll find plenty more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. This day of prayer begins in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. On the memorial of St. Pius X, this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek, and we begin this liturgical day joining with the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him. The dry land, too, for it was formed by his hand. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Come, then, let us bow down and worship 
bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Come, let us worship Christ, chief shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn, as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! How good is the God of Israel to the pure of heart! How good is the God of Israel to the pure of heart! How good God is to Israel, to those who are pure of heart! Yet my feet came close to stumbling. My steps had almost slipped, for I was filled with envy of the proud when I saw how the wicked prosper. For them there are no pains. Their bodies are sound and sleek. They have no share in men's sorrows. They are not stricken like others. So they wear their pride like a necklace. They clothe themselves with violence. Their hearts overflow with malice. Their minds seethe with plots. They scoff. They speak with malice. From on high they plan oppression. They have set their mouths in the heavens, and their tongues dictate to the earth. So the people turn to follow them and drink in all their words. They say, How can God know? Does the Most High take any notice? Look at them. Such are the wicked but untroubled, they grow in wealth. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. How good is the God of Israel 
to the pure of heart. Their laughter will turn to weeping, their merriment to grief. Their Their laughter laughter will turn turn to weeping, their their merriment to grief. How useless to keep my heart pure and wash my hands in innocence when I was stricken all day long, suffered punishment day after day. Then I said, if I should speak like that, I should abandon the faith of your people. I strove to fathom this problem too hard for my mind to understand until I pierced the mysteries of God and understood what becomes of the wicked. How slippery the paths on which you set them. You make them slide to destruction. How suddenly they come to their ruin, wiped out, destroyed by terrors. Like a dream one wakes from, O Lord, when you wake You dismiss them as phantoms. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Their Their laughter will turn to weeping, their their merriment to grief. Those who depart from you will perish. My joy is to remain with you, my God. Those who depart from you will perish. My joy is to remain with you, my God. And so when my heart grew embittered, and when I was cut to the quick, I was stupid and did not understand, no better than a beast in your sight. Yet I was always in your presence. You were holding me by my right hand. You will guide me by your counsel. And so you will lead me to glory. What else have I in heaven but you? Apart from you, I want nothing on earth. My body and my heart faint for joy. God is my possession forever. All those who abandon you shall perish. You will destroy all those who are faithless. To be near God is my happiness. I have made the Lord God my refuge. I will tell of all your works at the gates of the city of Zion. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. It is good to be with you, Father. In you is fullness of life for your faithful people. In you all hope resides. May you lead us to everlasting happiness. Those who depart from you will perish. My joy is to remain with you, my God. You will hear the word from my mouth. You will tell others what I have said. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. The Lord, the Lord of hosts, shall take away from Jerusalem and from Judah support and prop, all supplies of bread and water. Hero and warrior, judge and prophet, fortune teller and elder, the captain of fifty and the nobleman, counselor, skilled magician, 
and expert charmer. I will make striplings their princes. The fickle shall govern them. And the people shall oppress one another. Yes, every man his neighbor. The child shall be bold toward the elder and the base toward the honorable. When a man seizes his brother in his father's house, saying, You have clothes. Be our ruler and take in hand this ruin. Then shall he answer in that day, I will not undertake to cure this, when in my own house there is no bread or clothing. You shall not make me ruler of the people. Jerusalem is crumbling, Judah is falling, for their speech and their deeds are before the Lord, a provocation in the sight of his majesty. Their very look bears witness against them. Their sin, like Sodom, they vaunt. They hide it not, woe to them. They deal out evil to themselves. Happy the just, for it will be well with them. The fruit of their works they will eat. Woe to the wicked man. All goes ill. With the work of his hands he will be repaid. My people, a babe in arms will be their tyrant, and women will rule them. O my people, your leaders misled. They destroyed the paths you should follow. The Lord rises to accuse, standing to try his people. The Lord enters into judgment with his people's elders and princes. It is you who have devoured the vineyard. The loot wrested from the poor is in your houses. What do you mean by crushing my people and grinding down the poor when they look to you, says the Lord, the God of hosts? Happy is the just man, all goes well with him, for he shall enjoy the fruit of his works. Woe Woe to to the the wicked man, man. all All goes ill with him. He shall be repaid for the evil he has done. The Lord rises from his judgment seat and stands to judge his people. Woe to the wicked man, all goes ill with him. He shall be repaid for the evil he has done. From the Apostolic Constitution, Divino Aflatu of Pope St. Pius X. The collection of psalms found in Scripture, composed as it was under divine inspiration, has, from the very beginnings of the Church, shown a wonderful power of fostering devotion among Christians as they offer to God a continuous sacrifice of praise, the harvest of lips blessing His name. Following a custom already established in the Old Law, The Psalms have played a conspicuous part in the sacred liturgy itself and in the divine office. Thus was born what Basil calls the voice of the church, that singing of psalms, which is the daughter of that hymn of praise, to use the words of our predecessor, Urban VIII, which goes up unceasingly before the throne of God and of the Lamb, and which teaches those especially charged with the duty of divine worship as Athanasius says, the way to praise God and the fitting words in which to bless him. 
Augustine expresses this well when he says, God praised himself so that man might give him fitting praise. Because God chose to praise himself, man found the way in which to bless God. The Psalms have also a wonderful power to awaken in our hearts the desire for every virtue. Athanasius says, Though all scripture, both old and new, is divinely inspired and has its use in teaching, as we read in scripture itself, yet the book of Psalms, like a garden enclosing the fruits of all the other books, produces its fruits in song and in the process of singing, brings forth its own special fruit to take their place beside them. In the same place, Athanasius rightly adds, The Psalms seem to me to be like a mirror, in which the person using them can see himself, and the stirrings of his own heart. He can recite them against the background of his own emotion. Augustine says in his confession, How I wept! when I heard your hymns and canticles, being deeply moved by the sweet singing of your church. Those voices flowed into my ears, truth filtered into my heart, and from my heart surged waves of devotion. Tears ran down, and I was happy in my tears. Indeed, who could fail to be moved by those many passages in the Psalms? which set forth so profoundly the infinite majesty of God, his omnipotence, his justice and goodness and clemency, too deep for words, and all the other infinite qualities of his that deserve our praise. Who could fail to be roused to the same emotion by the prayers of thanksgiving to God for blessings received, by the petition, so humble and confident, for blessings still awaited, by the cries of a soul in sorrow for sin committed. Who would not be fired with love as he looks on the likeness of Christ the Redeemer, here so lovingly foretold? His was the voice Augustine heard in every psalm, the voice of praise, of suffering, of joyful expectation, of present distress. God has found us worthy to be ministers of his gospel. And so when we speak, we strive to please God and not men. Our preaching does not spring from error or impure motives or a desire to deceive. We strive to please God and not men. O God, who to safeguard the Catholic faith and restore all things in Christ, filled Pope St. Pius X with heavenly wisdom and apostolic fortitude graciously grant that, following his teaching and example, we may gain an eternal prize. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. A young man misses the chance of a lifetime in today's gospel. It's coming up in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Monday, August 21st, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, a young man has an honest question, but he doesn't really like the answer. It's from the 19th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. 
and behold, a young man came up to him, saying, Teacher, what good deed must I do to have eternal life? Why do you ask me about what is good? One there is who is good. If you would enter life, keep the commandments. Which? You shall not kill. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness. Honor your father and mother. And you shall love your neighbor as yourself. All these I have observed. What do I still lack? If you would be perfect, go, sell what you possess and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. And come, follow me. When the young man heard this, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Pius X was a 20th century pope. Much of what he saw in the world of his day, we still experience today. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 7, Special Feasts. St. Pius X loved and served the Church with great fatality. From the beginning of his pontificate, he effected a series of far-reaching reforms. In a particular way, he gave special attention to priests from whom he expected everything. He often said in different ways that the sanctity of the Christian people depends in large measure on the holiness of their priests. On the 50th anniversary of his own ordination, he dedicated an exhortation to all clerics entitled, On the Kind of Priests the Church Needs. Above all, he asked for saintly priests, entirely given to their work for souls. Many of the problems, needs, and circumstances in evidence during the 11 years of his pontificate are still relevant. Today can therefore be a good occasion to remember the quality of our love for the Church shown with deeds. In the midst of temporal cares, do we have a living consciousness of being members of the Church, of a personal, irreplaceable, and non-transferable task entrusted to us for the good of all? We all have this need to give good doctrine, taking advantage of every occasion or creating occasions to help others find the way to reconciliation with God through sacramental confession, to pray each day, and offer hours of work well finished for the sanctity of priests, to generously help to sustain the church and good works, to contribute to the diffusion of magisterial teachings principally in matters that refer to social justice, public morality, education, and the family. What joy to be able to say with all the fervor of my soul, I love my mother, the Holy Church, with a love translated each day into specific actions. Let us also examine our filial love for the Pope, a love which is for all Christians a delightful passion, since in him, we see Christ. May we consider with our Lord whether we remember to pray every day for the person and intentions of the Roman pontiff, 
so that the Lord may watch over, strengthen, and sanctify him on earth. At Mass, we pray, all-powerful and eternal God, to defend the Catholic faith and to reestablish all things in Christ. You endowed Pope St. Pius X with divine wisdom and apostolic fortitude. Grant that we may be docile to his teachings and example and may gain our eternal reward. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. It's time once again to pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Each morning, Lord, you fill us with your kindness. Each morning, Lord, you fill us with your kindness. O Lord, you have been our refuge from one generation to the next. Before the mountains were born, or the earth or the world brought forth, you are God, without beginning or end. You turn men back into dust and say, Go back, sons of men. To your eyes a thousand years are like yesterday, come and gone, no more than a watch in the night. You sweep men away like a dream, like grass which springs up in the morning. In the morning it springs up and flowers, by evening it withers and fades. So we are destroyed in your anger, struck with terror in your fury. Our guilt lies open before you, our secrets in the light of your face. All our days pass away in your anger. Our life is over like a sigh. Our span is seventy years or eighty for those who are strong. And most of these are emptiness and pain. They pass swiftly and we are gone. Who understands the power of your anger? 
and fears the strength of your fury. Make us know the shortness of our life, that we may gain wisdom of heart. Lord, relent. Is your anger forever? Show pity to your servants. In the morning, fill us with your love. We shall exalt and rejoice all our days. Give us joy to balance our affliction for the years when we knew misfortune. Show forth your work to your servants. Let your glory shine on their children. Let the favor of the Lord be upon us. Give success to the work of our hands. Give success to the work of our hands. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, send your mercy and your truth to rescue us from the snares of the devil, and, happy to be known as companions of your Son, we will praise you among the peoples and proclaim you to the nations. Each morning, Lord, you fill us with your kindness. From the farthest bounds of earth, may God be praised. From the farthest bounds of earth, may God be praised. Sing to the Lord a new song, his praise from the end of the earth. Let the sea and what fills it resound, the coastlands and those who dwell in them. Let the steppe and its cities cry out, the villages where Kedar dwells. Let the inhabitants of Sila exalt and shout from the top of the mountains. Let them give glory to the Lord and utter his praise in the coastlands. The Lord goes forth like a hero. Like a warrior, he stirs up his ardor. He shouts out his battle cry. Against his enemies, he shows his might. I have looked away and kept silence. I have said nothing, holding myself in. But now I cry out as a woman in labor, gasping and panting. I will lay waste mountains and hills. All their herbage I will dry up. I will turn the rivers into marshes, and the marshes I will dry up. I will lead the blind on their journey by paths unknown. I will guide them. I will turn darkness into light before them and make crooked ways straight. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. From the farthest bounds of the earth, may God be praised. You who stand in his sanctuary, praise the name of the Lord. You who stand in his sanctuary, praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise him, servants of the Lord, who stand in the house of the Lord, in the courts of the house of our God. Praise the Lord, for the Lord is good. Sing a psalm to his name, for he is loving. For the Lord has chosen Jacob for himself, and Israel for his own possession. For I know the Lord is great, that our Lord is high above all gods. The Lord does whatever he wills, in heaven 
on earth, in the seas. He summons clouds from the ends of the earth, makes lightning produce the rain. From his treasuries he sends forth the wind. The firstborn of the Egyptians he smote, of man and beast alike. Signs and wonders he worked in the midst of your land, O Egypt, against Pharaoh and all his servants. Nations in their greatness he struck, and kings in their splendor he slew. Sion, king of the Amorites, Og, the king of Bashan, and all the kingdoms of Canaan. He let Israel inherit their land. On his people, their land he bestowed. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As as it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Where two or three gather in your name, Lord, you promise to be with them and share their fellowship. Look down upon your family gathered here in your name and graciously pour out your blessing upon us. You who stand in his sanctuary, praise the name of the Lord. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider how their lives ended and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Do not be carried away by all kinds of strange teaching. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to to God. God. On your walls, Jerusalem, I have set my watchmen to guard you. On your your walls, walls, Jerusalem, I have set set my watchmen watchmen to guard you. Day or night, they will not cease to proclaim the name of the Lord. I have have set my watchmen to guard you. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. On On your walls, Jerusalem, I have set my watchmen to guard you. What you say of me does not come from yourselves. It is the Spirit of my Father speaking in you. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way to give his people knowledge of salvation by by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. 
Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. What you say of me does not come from yourselves. It is the Spirit of my Father speaking in you. Christ is the Good Shepherd who laid down his life for his sheep. Let us praise and thank him as we pray. Nourish your people, Lord. Christ, you decided to show your merciful love through your holy shepherds. Let your mercy always reach us through them. Nourish your people, Lord. Through your vicars, you continue to perform the ministry of Shepherd of Souls. Direct us always through our leaders. Nourish your people, Lord. Through your holy ones, the leaders of your people, you served as physician of our bodies and our spirits. Continue to fulfill your ministry of life and holiness in us. Nourish your people, Lord. You taught your flock through the prudence and love of your saints. Grant us continual growth in holiness under the direction of our pastors. Nourish your people, Lord. Now let us offer together the prayer our Lord Jesus Christ taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, who to safeguard the Catholic faith and restore all things in Christ, filled Pope St. Pius X with heavenly wisdom and apostolic fortitude, graciously grant that, following his teaching and example, we may gain an eternal prize. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. I have just enough time to say thank you for your outstanding support last week during the Relevant Radio Summer Pledge Drive. We met our goal, thanks to you. Morning Air with John and Glenn is coming up in just a few minutes. Patrick Madrid a bit later on. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the Relevant Radio app. Go out and make it a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.